Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, 10 of the best new songs every week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers, and me, Gareth May.
Hello and welcome to this week's independent music podcast. You just heard the sounds of the next Australian uh, cult trio, jazz, kraut rock, improv, all that sort of stuff in there. They're a band I've long admired and I really wanted to see live. And as a matter of fact, they play in London every single year. I never go because I'm a spoilt brat. That's it. Well, spoilt for good music. Exactly. So much good music live around here in London that... Uh, I just, you know, never made it, but I've just looked on their listings here. October the 22nd, Cafe Otto, absolutely must go. They've been going for 30 years. They've got 20 plus albums, uh, all improvised um, uh, between a piano, a double bass and drums. And uh, yeah, a lot of people whose musical taste I respect say that they're one of the best bands in the world. Yeah, well, a spoilt for... Spoilt for good music is certainly something that I hope you, the listener, will appreciate here on this here podcast. Ten of the best, finest, uh, newish pieces of music every single week on the Independent Music Podcast. And the next, yeah, that uh, was, what, seven minutes or so? Just under seven minutes of a 56-minute piece. Yeah, we thought we'd uh, settle in and, uh, you know, have some dinner, play some computer games. And then get on with the podcast uh, an hour into it. Exactly. And that just came out on August the 14th. And that is up on the nextau.bandcamp.com. Yeah, it's a wonderful band. Uh, I'm going to kick off with something uh, brand new. It's a second single from a, a German, I believe, producer called uh, Commerz Klaus. Uh, they produce music on a label called Pura Records. Uh, that's P with seven R's. It's like uh, the electronic pigs, 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 right? It's, uh, they've uh, just uploaded a digital single to Bandcamp, pura.bandcamp.com. And this is it. It's called Being Lovesick at War. <laughs>
sound of uh, Commerce Klaus. It's uh, called Being Lovesick at War. It's uh, released through Per Records, a German record label. And yeah, what did you think of that? I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's, uh, I love uh, playing a song with like very little introduction, but it's sort of like a weird beat, a weird hip-hop beat, sort of Jay Diller-esque if it's sort of twisted into another dimension. Yeah, I think. like in the first 20, 30 seconds, I wasn't really sure if I was going to like it, actually. <clears throat> and then I was like, nope, into this. It was, uh, yeah weird and brilliant yeah and uh, per records uh, a label that i haven't uh, done a hu- haven't promoted a huge amount or listened to a huge amount that they've done we did play a record an artist of theirs monophobe back on uh, podcast 174 in february and yeah but i haven't really listened to much else of what they've done but really just weird interesting electronic music is what they seem to specialize in so worth checking out a little bit more nice um a guy got in touch with me uh, to my email, like I'm not really 100% if it was about playing it on the radio or if it's about booking shows, but I thought the music was very interesting. It's a guy called Al Vamano. Um, he just said, I wanted to share my latest creation with you. I've been making music in various bands and this is a, a new project. Uh, it is a triptych musical work um, inspired by ancient mythologies based on the most iconic volcanoes of the world. Like Hecla? He, one of the tracks is called Hecla. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got, he's, bit, he's got loads of different stuff. The name of the whole uh, thing is called The Solemn, and I'm just going to play you the opening track, which is called Mayon.
there it is. Um, atmospheric soundtracky music. I don't even know. I don't even know what to call that. Yeah, what that's might why you, they what, pay you the big bucks, what, isn't what, it? What might you call that, Gareth? I'd say ambient drone experimentation. Exactly. I think that sounds about right. Um, Just go for all the catch-alls. Go for the experimental catch-all yeah. on that. Well, the artist is called Al Vermano. I just uh, played that off SoundCloud, but it is a private SoundCloud, so it should be coming out sometime soon. I don't know what the what the project goes, but I think if you look for him, Al Vermano, the solemn, you should be able to find out a bit more about him. Yeah, uh, stay, uh, just stick on the social networks, facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast, and on Instagram, I independent music podcast there as well, and we will promote it when it comes out and when there's more information available um some new stuff here from a uh, nege nege tapes uh label art of uganda that we are fans of here on the podcast and we talk about a lot don't think any regular listeners really need much introduction to the label they are getting bigger and bigger and more and more popular uh, so much so that i was like mm, do i really want to play more nege nege tapes i think they're still pretty underground yeah but it's one of those things this is why i'm not allowed to put on gigs anymore is because i think everything is the biggest yeah nihiloxica for raw power Oh man, is that booked in? No, I, I asked, but we haven't. We, it's not remotely booked in. Okay, I I desire that. Yes, yeah, so we <laughs> all desire that. Um, they've got uh, so last year their sort of debut release was uh, Sounds of Sizo, which is a compilation that came out of uh, Tanzania or Tanzania, as they seem to say over there. Which Did is, they? Yeah, it's, oh, uh, right. it took me ages to figure out what they were saying. Um, and one of the producers, Jumane uh, uh, Ramadani Sege, he's uh, goes on. He's one of the producers in that scene in Dar es Salaam. Uh, he goes under the moniker of Bamba Pana, and they've released this new record out, uh, not on tape, uh, but actually straight to vinyl. And this is the opening track from it. It's called Agaba Kibati. <laughs> So uh, most of the Sizo Singeli electronic music is actually about eight minutes long. Yeah, I was just, I, I literally ju- was just settling down there. To listen to another five or six minutes. <laughs> so it is actually by far the shortest track on the album. It's the opening Well, it's track. fast enough that uh, it's, it's probably about five minutes just compressed into one minute. So it was <laughs> sped up. Yeah, certainly. It's uh, not uh, playing the record at the wrong speed there. That is how it's meant to sound. It's uh, Bamba Pana is the producer. Agabar Kabati is the name of the track. The album called Pua, that's P-O-A-A, is out now via Nege Nege Tapes. Um, yeah, the I'll just read a little bit more. So, but it's uh, essentially the music of uh, Sizo and Tanzania Dar es Salaam that they've been promoting is. Is uh, Sizo a region? 
Cizo is actually a producer as well. He has a Cizo. Well, I know that they do. They did this. He it's a performer, but so the sounds of Cizo is like the sounds of this producer. Well, it's a studio. Cizo, Ah, yes, it's the studio. So of which uh, Baba Pano is one of the producers within the studio, and therefore uh, also appeared on the Sounds of Cizo compilation as well. Uh, So yeah, they uh, essentially do Singeli, which is a uh, you know a local traditional style, and essentially it says here computerizing their hyper rhythms and zinging melodies uh, to the needs of younger contemporary crowds. Yes, great use of language. (laughs) Nege Nege tapes. I'm not going to go on too much about them because have done before, but. one of the guys, uh, Arlen, is a music ethnographist, and so therefore really, really knows his stuff in terms of where it comes to like traditional types of music in Africa. So all their liner notes have hugely sort of encyclopedic detail within them as well. So definitely worth reading up around it if you're interested in music from uh, essentially Central and East Africa. I'm going to play you some music from uh, closer to home in location and in style. It is new from London's Sauna Youth, great uh, punk band released on Upset the Rhythm. And the, their new album is called Deaths and it's coming out on September the 7th on Upset. This track's called Percentages. <laughs> played two songs and barely made it past two and a half minutes <laughs> between them made up for that 56 minute opener that we didn't do <laughs> yeah exactly i wish i played 20 minutes of the next now um yes yeah, so it's only youth who band have been around for a long time used to play at the little venue i used to program power lunches quite a bit uh, played a lot of uh, gigs with upset the rhythm and just been part of the sort of that london alternative punky scene around upset the rhythm uh, for 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 many years now and one of those bands that I'm sure you've got bands like this that you sort of forget that they're really good and then you end up seeing them live and you're like, oh, wow, yeah, yeah, Sony Youth, great. Yeah, pretty much every indie band from the 90s is that still now. I think it's just that personal connection you have with certain music or certain types of music. You thinking of a particular one you saw? Uh, Graham Coxon recently. <laughs> Graham Coxon's great. Yeah, I saw Graham Coxon at End of the Road yeah, we, a few years ago. In fact, yeah, we were probably together. We certainly were together <laughs> then and that was way better than I thought it was going to be. But it was one of those ones that when you listen to artists who are sort of quite formative, so, you know, Sauna Youth and those sorts of London punk bands from what, five, six years ago, maybe. Probably more like 10, yeah. Yeah, you know, sort of was probably, I'm going to say for you, a, a tipping point in your music uh, appreciation and your life generally. So I think that, you know, brings it back. 
Yeah, exactly. It's just that when you just don't see someone play in a while and you sort of forget them about them a bit and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, so uh, something... It's only youth for raw power. So, <laughs> hey, we're just uh, making the lineup as we go along here, aren't we? It's, uh, right, uh, what... <laughs> oh, man, a return to the podcast for Roy of the Ravers. Uh, well, uh, uh, Roy of the Ravers hasn't been on... Uh, I'm going to have to play this. This wasn't... I was going to give you a choice, but I'm going to play this it now. It has been on the podcast before, right? No, we have commented at length about Roy of the Ravers. Oh, was it, was it someone who messaged in? Uh, someone messaged exactly. in saying... How dare you judge Roy of the Ravers? Uh, apologies, I forgot who it was that messages. Yeah, I but do remember some, this conversation. Some messages saying, you know, how dare you judge Roy of the Ravers based on the name Acid Waxer, a new, uh, Newcastle label here in the, in the north of England. They put out some of the best stuff, uh, certainly when it comes to acid and techno and that sort of music. So, so why don't you listen yeah. to it so first? a listener whose name uh, that we've forgotten, we, we've listened well, we, we appreciate what you're saying. But on that on that thread, I did uh, sort of appreciate the complaint, although it was very uh, light-hearted and well-meaning. And d- promise, I listened to some stuff and was like, actually, yeah, this is actually really good. So promised to play the next thing that Void the Ravers put out. And here we are. Uh, out on the 5th of September, uh, there's an el- album called Who Are You? And it's a terrible album title. So I'd uh, the Ravers is still terrible, but uh, they are excellent. Uh, the album's called Who Are You? And this track's called Supremacy Royale.
enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Uh, Roy, the Ravers' Supremacy Royale, opening track from their album called Who Are You? Out 5th of September via Acid Waxer, Newcastle label. And yeah, it was a good promise to make because that record is cracking. It's out set on di- and digital, like I say, 5th of September, acidwaxer.bandcamp.com. It's actually the first time we've... It's actually the first time we've played the label on the podcast, but it's uh, one that does a lot of good acid and house and techno sort of stuff. So if you're into that part of electronic music, go give them a bit more listening. Yes, going to play you the latest release on Pressure Recordings, the relatively new record label run by The Bug. Um, it's a guy called Nazamba. He's a, he's a dub poet from Kingston in Jamaica. He's got full length coming on uh, OBF Records in France, but this is just a single that's coming uh, from that. And uh, it's produced by G36, which is a a collective from Nagasaki in Japan. And um, yeah, I like it a lot. It's got something a bit of the King Midas sound there, uh, sort of with the with the the poet vocals and the the rhythm sounds like it very well could just be the bug and maybe this Japanese dub outfit has possibly heard Skeng before. Oh, I like the sound of this. <laughs> but it's good stuff. The track's called Vex. Living in pain is like this. When there is Nowhere to hide, no from your sin, 
Zamba. Tell you what, I want that played with some heavy bass for like more than this uh, room that we recorded. Yeah, saying handle. that uh, I want. There's a club in South London called Corsica Studios that's uh, part of uh, where I work, and um, it has got one of the biggest sound systems for the smallest rooms you'll find in the whole world. And I would love to hear that vibrating out of uh, Elephant Castle. Yeah, it's a lot of fun uh, listening to some dub and bass music in that club, that's for sure. <laughs> so definitely where that should be played at some point. Maybe it's happening. Where's the chap from? From Jamaica, you said. Mm-hmm. And produced in J- in Japan? Yeah, so the, yeah, he's he's Kingston-based and the beat is uh, from a uh, Japanese uh, coll- collective uh, G36. Yeah. Um, nice that the bug is produ- uh, well releasing something on his label that isn't produced or... Have him involved well, in some de- way. That's definitely the plan, I think. And uh, yeah, that is uh, came out on August the fifteenth. And uh, look out for a full length soon. So, time for something entirely different. Uh, this is uh, from a record label called Canary Records. They're a Maryland label uh, described here as early twentieth century masterpieces, mostly in languages other than English. We are big fans here at the podcast of sort of find of these labels that dig out music like weird and wonderful music from the archives essentially so we had we've had french well singing from that chap that you played a few months ago i feel that that whole the reissuing is so widespread now of old music that that is I, i think 10 years ago it was like everything was really really good and the stuff that was being dug up was all brilliant and now sometimes people are just cashing in and the ones that are not they stand out atop for sure, and uh, there's the other one that I played on 
I think it was, I've forgotten the name of the label. It was uh, not Gang of Ducks, maybe it was, uh, but it was a, a Chinese bin lid music <laughs> a few months ago as well. But here is something else uh, from Canary Records. Selling out by reissuing some Chinese bin lid music. Yeah, I know, right? So this is called uh, Sif Looser's Professional Women Whistlers on Discs, 1917 to 27. And uh, I'm going, yeah, essentially it's, as it says on the, it says on the, uh, on the label, really, it's uh, music by women whistling. Yeah, I, I don't really feel there's a lot more you can add to that, apart from it, it is what it says. I'll tell you what, the the press release is lengthy. It's obviously the lighter notes, um, you know, and it even has a quote here from Agnes Woodward, the founder of the California School of Artistic Whistling. Well, let's listen to it and then to put, the, put all the words in some context. Okay, so this is the opening track from the album. It's uh, Alice J. Shaw, and it's called In Venice. one thing you can say about Alice J. Short it's that the woman knows how to whistle. She is definitely very, very good at whistling. Yeah, I suspect she's not with us anymore because that was actually recorded in 1907, according to the press release. Yeah, it's a common thing about the, the quality of the recording for that time. I don't know how they got, like, crackle-free 
recording like uh, versions of that to get it sounding that good to us now yeah, for it, something to record in 1907 but good it, job on them on finding out the mastering again yeah it doesn't yeah it doesn't really uh, explain it in the press release at all at all but yeah alice j shaw is taken from the album called syphilis's uh, women whistlers on discs 1917 to 1927 plus one in 1907 and one in 1947 yeah, I've seen, I've seen that sort of thing. Yeah, no, no. So there is a. If you're interested in hearing a lot more women whistling, what's the label, guys? At Canary Records. It's anything a, else that they've done? Uh, no, not well. Yes, they have done other things but that we know. Of, yeah. Not that we know of. It's a lot of, like I say, it's a lot of early 20th century recordings, uh, odd and weird and wonderful things that you wouldn't otherwise find. So, thanks for that. I'm going to play you a song which is called "The Number of the Priest." Um, humorously enough it's uh, on the right season records it's from a band called perhaps although from going on the band camp it is not that clear that that's what it is they're from boston massachusetts and it's a great six minute slice of crap <laughs>
There we go. That's also just the, that's the six minutes that we've got online. I spoke to Andy from Riot Season. He said that it's a part of a 15 minute longer one. The band from Boston, Massachusetts, they're called Perhaps. Andy said that it's the second record that he's released um, with them, but they must have completely missed the first one. I generally keep up with what Riot Season release. Yeah, they're definitely one of those labels that are always sort of there in our thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Generally releasing uh, uh, excellent music and lots of bands that I promote. And the the song is the ridiculously titled The Number of the Priest. And that's just riotseasonrecords.bandcamp.com. And it's the currently, as of now, the first song where it's just sort of got dots instead of what it says. And that's about all we've got time for. We've just got one more last song. We certainly have. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to listen to all our podcasts, all 195 of them, uh, independentmusicpodcast.net is the place to go. If you are a new listener and want to subscribe, you can do through wherever you get your podcasts. Even more places than before. More places. Yeah, we always said wherever you get your podcasts, but that's not true if you got them from uh, Spotify or Stitcher or a few other places. But you can now get all of them there as well. Um, all apart from the first 34. Six, I think, which are only available on independentmusicpodcast.net. And there's, uh, if you want to see me and Gareth, uh, drunker, stoner, more stoned, and uh, with far worse equipment, that's the place for you. That's certainly the place <laughs> to be. Great music, though, still. It's quite interesting. Uh, give a shout out to a chap called Luke Wilson, who I, uh, well, my girlfriend was searching for independent music podcast on Spotify and came across a playlist. Uh, which was of Luke's, who he had just been putting tracks that he liked from the podcast into this said playlist. Really? And there were some from the very early days. So uh, talk about Starkey, OK Love was oh, in there. That's a, that's a classic, wasn't that, from podcast number one? Yeah, definitely the first five. Uh, what was in the first one, I think, was a Chant, the uh, Moondog one by Kerr or by someone who's named. That's the one. I've now forgotten who that was by, so you'll have to go and listen back to podcast. It's um, Kenny Graham and his satellites. That is correct. Uh, but also it had uh, stuff from recent podcasts Colin as well. Moxon, Forever Dolphin Love. I don't think that was on his list. But stuff from there was also stuff from recent podcasts on there as well. So super long-time listener or someone who has gone back and listened to a lot yeah, of well, stuff. Yeah, well, if that's publicly available, maybe we'll post that on the Independent Media yeah. Podcast it, Facebook. It certainly is. That's how I found it. And, of course, if you want to support us uh, financially, help the podcast uh, get bigger and better and more wonderful than it already is, or you just think it's a fair thing to do because we bring you 500-odd new bits of music for you to listen to every year, uh, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast is the way, place you can do that. So I'm going to play, close out with some beautiful psych pop from Wales. It's a art act called Aku, uh, A-C-C-U, and they... It's just their second single ever. It's uh, coming out on the 31st of August via Libertino Records. Uh, Their album called Echo the Red is out on the same label later in the autumn, but uh, doesn't have a date here. It's beautiful, and it's called Amser, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.